Right, we're here. We're ready to rock and roll. Welcome to episode one of <laughs> Tosses. Another first episode. I'm we're, getting. I am getting used to these first episodes. We are technically filming this before we've even released the pilot, so yeah, it, true. it might all be in vain. But a lot of content to get through this week. Yeah. Um, how was your weekend, Crawls? Unreal. You know what? I took the weekend off. And said I wasn't going to go out. I was going to save money because I got a few big weekends. You know, silly seasons coming up. Work Christmas parties, standard stuff. But they ended up going out on a Friday night till about four a.m., which, uh, <laughs> which is the standard way of my weekends go. The excuse though was I've got a friend in England and her sister was over, so I didn't show them the ropes around um, Carlton. A, le- a stuff. legitimate excuse, man. Hundred percent legitimate. But yeah. the, I didn't. I did not need the four a.m. Like that's I shouldn't have been up that late because then the next day I went down to Geelong was hanging out with my um my cousin's mother which just very wholesome Saturday sat in just sat inside it was raining hungover AF very very hungover I couldn't drive down and then we just watched Christmas movies which is great and watched the cricket see the Aussies win which is always fun I feel like I had the same sort of intentions as you uh, I had a quiet weekend. I legitimately did, didn't go yeah, out to 4am. You went home, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, exactly. So this, I'm very lucky that I've got parents that live in rural Victoria because the only way that I can have a quiet weekend is to completely exit <laughs> yeah. the city. Yeah, exactly. That was my thought with going to um, Geelong is there's nothing, there's nothing going on just to remove yourself from the situation. I cannot have a quiet weekend in the big smoke. It's yeah. nuts. It draws you in. It but draws you in. You're actually, you're the main problem. You and you and Willie, your, your housemate. Cannot help ourselves. He called me today. He goes, what are you up, what are you up to this weekend? Oh, I'm like, oh, I'm busy, mate. What about Thursday night? We'll go out Thursday night and have a beer at the pub. I was like, mate, just relax, all right? Too many temptations. It was so good on a Sunday night to come back when I drove. Oh, dude. And not have the crippling anxiety, the full-blown existential crisis, 100%. which is a weekly affair these days in your late 20s. It is, it is. I mean, I feel, I don't know whether it's, it shouldn't be seasonal depression because we're going into summer, but it's still so cold. And when you're hungover, you just get, I just get, I've been having a little depression in that. I don't know. I don't talk about my feelings, but there's a little bit of depression. Oh, shit, no. Is it, is it maybe because I'm up till 4am on a Friday? Maybe, but there's real seasonal depression I, I, with how cold it was. I reckon I'm one bad day at work away at the moment from just quitting, handing my notice, and just booking a one-way <laughs> flight to Mexico, just booking a villa there. I'll worry about the rest later. I do. That's summer, baby. Oh, get that tan going. You've been working out. You're it, looking good. Is that you go home You go home and you get farm strong? Yeah, 100%. Shifting mate. bales. Just, just listen bales, put them down again. Pulling calves out. That's the problem that with sports do? people these days. That's why they get injured all the time. They're not farm strong. Exactly. Is it – can farmers – like how big can a farmer's arm be before it can't go into a cow to get a calf out? Are there two? Are there farmers that are too strong, and then they can't? The hand can't go in because it's too big. Their forearms are too farm strong. I, I don't think the limit exists. We might have to go out to rural Victoria and kind of test this there's, out. There's not a chance. I'm sticking my hand up a cow's, a cow's vagina. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> no, you, you stick it up their ass. Do you? Yeah. Oh, and then you feel the baby that way. Oh, obviously. He's, I, <laughs> to all our suburban listeners, I hope you're learning a lot. <laughs> I mean, I'm from the country. I'm from Albury, but it's not, it's not proper. It's not the proper. Oh, it is the proper country. Oh, mate, I'm, I'm a townie as well. Yeah, I, I haven't grown up on a farm, but at least your family owns a farm. Yeah. But it, it's mental. You know, you have one weekend off the source. And Monday, dead set, you feel like the guy for Limitless that's using his full brain. Because usually on a Monday, I'm probably using max 10%. And if I'm being honest with you, I don't have a massive brain capacity <laughs> to begin with you know what also hurts the nfl is on i'm a massive nfl fan oh, and I, do, I just i generally sleep in and take monday is pretty much just a day off for most of the day for me the, i just watch the nfl the old work from home arrangement oh, dude it's all consuming it's funny you're talking about the nfl uh because that leads into the first segment uh which Jeez, is what a segue the, the the old ftx bankruptcy and tom brady tom brady he's my man I'm, i am a pats man how oh. Do you reckon it's true that he lost 640 mil? Jeez, I heard 200 mil, but that's that's news to me. He had like half his, he had most, what he was worth invested in FTX. I've heard that he's just signed a contract to play another 35 years yeah, of the Tampa Bay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to pay it off. <laughs> Until he's 70 to pay off his FTX debt. I wouldn't put it past him, to be honest. They're, soon there'll be like robots in the game and stuff as well. 
Like as you saw with like VAR and stuff, like Tom will have robotic legs and I'll let him play. Yeah. I reckon he could play from a wheelchair. Has anyone had a worse couple of months? You know, he's just lost his supermodel wife. Yeah. And he's about $600 million yeah, down tough. the clink. It's tough, but he is 2-0 and o since the divorce. I mean, I've, I've had, lost a game yet. I've had some bad days on the punt, but this takes the cake. <laughs> yeah, no, Tom's, yeah, Tom's in trouble, but he's handsome. He's the best quarterback to play the game. I think he'll be all right, to be honest. We, we, we talk about the Sunday scaries and the crippling anxiety. Imagine him going, because they play their football on a Sunday. Imagine going down and then you've got to deal with the, uh, the old $600 million in the clink. Yeah, that's he's paying for that. What's his name? Who's the bloke that runs it? The FDX, the young fella? He's paying for that guy's mansion. The guy who is, uh, for all of you that aren't up to scratch, let's provide some insight into it. Yeah. Basically, a big cryptocurrency exchange, which had billions and billions of dollars there. At one stage, I think it was about 10% of the world's cryptocurrency transactions were going through this system. And it was all run by this one bloke. I think it was about the same age as us, 27 or 28. Yeah, no, there was there was seven of them sleeping in like this orgy house in the Bahamas or something. Yeah, like, it was in Bermuda all, and they were, yeah. they were just having massive orgies. Yeah, they were all fucking each other. Just a bunch of nerds going at it. Orgies with a bit of corporate fraud on the billions, side. Billions of money, of people's money. That would be the life. In what? the Bahamas as well. But none of them, also, none of them had a tan. So that's, I guess, their inside hacking stuff. But... None of them had a tan, which is very suspicious. I guess they're just down in the orgy dungeon. What is it? There's about eight billion bucks missing. Yeah, eight billion bucks of investors' money or people who had cryptocurrency on the exchange. I thought it was like sixty billion. Eight to twelve. Okay, did is that on your notes? Was that? Did you research? I, that? Yeah, I, I did research it. Yeah, anyway, it's good, a good, fucking good, good, lot good. of money. I, I won't question it then. <laughs> yeah, it's it's absolutely bucket load of money. I wouldn't know what to do. With that that actually brings me on to why I'm wearing this uh, necklace here. I would not know what to do with that money. I've bought I bought this necklace months ago when, like last week, we were talking about Pete Davis and how he gets the girls. I reckon I saw a photo of him and maybe Beige, maybe Jaden Smith as well with these like fancy, like cool necklaces. I, I reckon like, I reckon you I might like, have a chance with Emily Rajkowski now that you've got this necklace. Hundred percent. That is why I got it. I'm wearing the fancy little shoes here. Hey, but I bought it three hundred bucks. I was literally going to ask you how much did you spend on this. I know three hundred dollars. I do not know why I did it. This is this is genuinely the first time I've worn it. I th- still ever. think if you wear this every day for the rest of your life, you might just be breaking even on what, the value thing? you spent on it. Yeah, I know, I know. It's it's. I've actually got so many clothes like that, but if it ups my game, like if it ups my game, like Petey Davidson, I don't mind it. Kind of, I'm trying to think like what my worst financial investment is. I reckon when I was so, maybe 13 yeah. or 14, I must have watched Top Gun for the first time. Mm-hmm. It's actually uh, quite topical because there's another Top Gun which has just come out. But I, I Best I'd, film of the year, I reckon. I reckon was I'd, it this year or last year? It was this year, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unreal. I reckon I paid about 300, 350 bucks for this black leather jacket. Sick. And I'll probably Danny Zuko probably wore it once, and it's just been sitting in the closet ever since. I can't imagine you in a leather. Yeah, I know. I, I just don't have the confidence <laughs> to rep it outside. You've Got to wear the aviators as well. Join a motorbike oh, club mate. just so it's acceptable to wear it. Yeah, our mates would bag the absolute shit out of you for wearing a leather jacket. I wouldn't though, Toss. I'm, as you can tell, we I'm like a, to build each other up. I'm here, a fashion. Right? Yes, I'm a fashionable man. Fashionable man. I couldn't. I'd tell you to just wear it, be yourself, just enjoy it, mate. But on confidence is key. That's all it is, buddy. 100%. Do you it helps if you've got a big dick, but confidence <laughs> is key most of the time as well. Yeah, I might, might have to get an operation for that. Penis pump. Do you, like, reckon, do you like, reckon they work? Like Austin Powers, the Swedish mate. Yeah. Do penis you, enlarger. Do you think they work? Oh, I would not know. I, I never would have been a bloke <laughs> to buy one of those discreetly on the internet and try it. <laughs> God, I'd, I'd, we, need, we need a test subject. I feel it like could, a 50% gain on something that's... Not that big. He's probably not going to um, cut the mustard. It's kind of like percent's a lot. You know, it's like if you times zero by hundred, it's still zero. True, true. The number does not is not exist. Quick maths. If we've got any uh, people that are studying their doctorate of statistics uh, in the audience, can you uh, please confirm the validity of that? Hundred percent. But I reckon we need a test subject to get a penis pump. <laughs> we should get a sponsor for the show. If it if they do work, it would. Game changer. So many. We could sell it. We could start a business. What's the go though? Like, do you, do you have to do it like once a day? Is it like, you know, before you get down and do the dirty? Well, or is it like, you know, you, you, it's just a set and forget? 
I was watching Magic Mike. The, well, I was just someone had Magic Mike on, and I was watching it the other day. And then uh, one just of the, walked in, and Magic Mike <laughs> was just on in my lounge room. <laughs> and one of, one of the one of the dudes in that uses it to pump his gear up. But I reckon it was a fake penis in the in the actual movie. A stunt cock. But yeah, it was a stunt cock. Yeah. But it got me thinking, like, does it actually work? And because every man wants, like, you just want a little bit, a little bit extra room. Oh, well, ha- hopefully we can come back next week with some... Uh, some intel. Yeah, it's a little take-home. <laughs> Empirical home. evidence. Yeah, a little take-home, uh, uh, what's it called? Assignment for us. Yeah, yeah. But anyway... Not together. Backtracking a little bit back to uh, the old FTX, the cryptocurrency yeah. thing. Uh, being someone that's invested in cryptocurrency before and NFTs, that makes you a lot more qualified than me. Yeah. Mate... <laughs> How's your portfolio going at the moment? Well, I, I actually cashed out six months ago because I had no money in my bank. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to take, take my crypto out to spend. Warren Buffett over here. Mate, I would, I would, I'd love to say that I foresaw it coming, but I just was, I needed more money. I just took all, all of it out. NFTs I and still, crypto. I've, no, I've still got my NFTs. <laughs> Stark, I've got some little, I've got a dog. And then I've got a little pixel dog. And this like Starcade character, Figurine, I follow him on Twitter still. He like makes cartoons and stuff. And I've got some weird other like dog from the future, like steampunk sort of thing. They're, I haven't even looked at what they're worth now. They would be, they'd be absolutely worthless. Oh, I'm getting lost. But it's funny, you talk about how, <laughs> how much crypto's gone up, say, since it first came out, like Bitcoin. I don't know if you've ever heard this story, Juice, my housemate. Yeah. So this was back in 2013 when he was finishing high school from New South Wales, underaged. So for about five other people that were underage, he organised to buy fake IDs. I think he spent like, I think there were about five of them. And it was for about schoolies? A, yeah. yeah. There were about five of them and it was like a hundred bucks each, you know, off Silk Road back when it was like fully functioning. Yeah, normal, the normal thing was to go to your mate's brother or whoever that looked like you or some bloke you knew at school. The old was hole, hole punched at L plate. Well, no, you just, well, they don't normally do it, but you'd go to two years older and just grab their ID and just be like, yeah, I'll just say it got lost and I'll get a new one. Yeah. But anyway, he's bought them off Silk Road off the dark web. He's got them delivered. I think it was probably about 500 bucks worth of Bitcoin. I was doing the numbers. If he hadn't sold them, it'd be worth about $350,000 now. For a fake butt. <laughs> Memories are better. Memories but, last forever, mate. But this is schoolies. Fu- memories last forever. Probably this, lost his virginity there. No, but this is, awesome. the, this is the funniest thing. He went into Sin City the first night, which is like the <laughs> club that was scanning the IDs, and obviously they're illegitimate. Oh, no. So they've scanned it. They're like, mate, it's not coming up. Not coming up. He's just got so far caught in the web of lies. Like, no, it's legit, legit. And they've they've locked him up. I didn't think they had scanners back then. They've they? they've, they've locked him up. Anyway. Apparently they were interrogating for about two hours and he was holding tight to the story. And they, they, they called his mum up as oh, well. No. He, would, he would have been panicked. They, they've called yeah. up Jenny and they're like, how old's your son? And she's like, yeah, he's 18. And they've oh, gone back Jen. to him. They're like, even your mum lies. <laughs> <laughs> that is... Uh, that is A plus work from mum there. But anyway, they Good took it man. off him and he had to fly back, I think, the next day or something. And apparently he got the maximum fine possible for being an underage person. Yet you, fi- oh, yeah, you using fines. a fake ID. I'm not sure how much it was. Damn. Uh, Damn, that had happened so much in schoolies as well. But have you ever wondered, like, everyone, like, would get, like, when you were done the owls, they'd put a hole punch on it and, like, people just give them away. Like, who legitimately uses... L plates with a hole punch in them. Yeah. I think they're like the bars just like getting rid of their liability. Yep, not our problem anymore. We'll yeah, save true. you. As long as you're a paying customer. What of the bar? Yeah, let them in. But there's that many cops around on schoolies. Mate, it's different. It's weird though when you go overseas. Like I was in Greece recently in about August. They were definitely serving 15 year olds, mate. Yeah, but that's they do that at home. That's a European style. They smoke darts inside and they think it's cool and it's like artistic. Yeah. Like I've been with like. Uh, my friends, auntie and uncle, architects and stuff over in Denmark. Very, very cool family. Like they're all real smart. And then, and they're smoking darts inside with dinner. I was like, that is so cool. So European. That's why I think that's why people smoke darts because it's cool. And if you stop before 35, you get your full lung capacity back. 
This That's, is, this that is, don't you have you don't have to fact check that, guys. This is not medical advice. No, no, do no, no. It is, it is medical do advice. Do not change smoke before thirty five because Crawls has said that if you stop after that, you're fine. No, Doctor Ronda Patrick said it. Look it up. It's a it's a real thing. I don't know whether it works for vapes and popcorn lung, but smoking it works for. It is mental though when you go to these European countries and everyone is just chaining darts inside. Yeah, it's, it's a culture shock. And they have such nice teeth, and I guess that's why all the models are skinny. Yeah, I mean, it checks out really. You know, I, th- I think everyone's like, don't worry about these keto diets. Just you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They all they eat is pasta, drink beers, and just smoke darts. You, and you just skinny. you just need two food groups: wow. coffee black and Marlboro red. Beautiful. Oh, that is just music to my ears. But I'm, I hope mum and dad don't listen to this kids. I'm gonna smoke darts. I hope you're not listening. Mom. I'm a good. I am a good boy. Um, Doss's mum will be listening after this. <laughs> yeah, that's right. She'll be listening. But um, do, do you see crypto coming back at all? Or? Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. What are we talking about? Crypto. Crypto. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you've gone on a massive tangent here. No, I was there for the first wave and then it came back and then it'll come back again. And I think Elon Musk is, he's, that's why he's bought Twitter because that'll be like a exchange for crypto eventually because he started PayPal and stuff. But you can't, I mean, it's like every single bubble in the human history. I mean, like you look back, you got the dot-com bubble in the early 2000s. We you got the real estate one, 2008, yeah. you know, Asian Still have prices, houses. like everything. What people, crisis? people, Asian. No, the Asian crisis that was in the nineties. Like everyone just what like was that? well, everyone's like, oh, Asian stocks are going through the roof. Let's invest them, and they're like, well, they're not actually making that much money. Is that why we have so many sushi restaurants? Yeah, I, rec- I reckon there's a definite link between the Asian crisis in ninety seven and the amount of sushi restaurants in Melbourne right now. I fucking love sushi. That's so good. Things come out of the Asian crisis as well. People keep saying, "Oh, we're getting smarter. We'll get regulation." Like people, you cannot change human nature. There's always going to be greed. People are going to want to make a quick buck. Like you know, in the thick of it, like you could see it, right? You know, Dogecoin. It is a piss take, and people are trying to say, "Absolutely, oh no, it's legit." So, what what was like the porn one? There was like a cryptocurrency (laughs) cum rocket. Yeah, come rock. It was great. It's just you know, it's just. Can you imagine being a financial <laughs> advisor and like, oh, we've got this really well diversified <laughs> cryptocurrency, which I think can you know take down a bit of risk and add your returns to your portfolio. Oh, oh yeah, what's this? I haven't heard it before. Oh, come come rock, rock it. it. Yeah, ironically, it's called a pump and dump <laughs> <laughs> cryptocurrency. That's all they were. Yeah, I definitely Real. I pulled out of that investment. <laughs> yeah, nice, 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 nice. <laughs> Yeah, that one really, um, I'd egg on my face after that one. Oh, But funny, talking about Dogecoin and uh, Daddy Elon. Yeah, yeah, I was, that's what I was speaking about, Twitter. Mate, I kind of, I used to like him. He's very, very hateable. It's just using, it's like his own, it's like he's, what's that guy from MySpace? You know who created it? Chris, whatever he was, and he was friends with everyone on no, it. No, was it Tom? Tom, Tom Murphy, no. Tom Mulaney, Tom Mulaney. I don't think these guys wait were, way too. Young. I don't think these guys who are doing the producing were actually born at. They the time. would never. They would have never had Facebook. It was fucking awesome. It was like your own personal website. Didn't yeah. Justin Timberlake like buy a massive proportion of shares in MySpace? In MySpace, yeah. Um, he probably did. That was when JT was at his peak. See, because I originally I, JT. I got on Facebook first, and everyone's like, before MySpace, yeah, dude. And I was like, MySpace sucks. My you know, you could have your top friends. Yeah, it was lit. And you had your favourite song. Yeah. And it had a cool background. Oh, year eight, Taylor Swift love story. That yeah. was like everyone's. Party in the USA. I think I had Miley Cyrus. That was a bloody good song as well. What an era. The what de- an era. The decline of social media. Like, yeah, it, might, it might happen. Look, the Zucks let 11,000 people go as well now. So that might be declining. What did Elon Musk do? He like sacked about... 80% of the workforce and he sent them an email or said, well, you probably know more about this than me what was the, the way he sacked them was like taking a piss like sent them a voicemail in their email yeah like, he's, he was an idiot and then he fired the people that could get into the servers or something and he, he, they were locked out but then what he fucked up because you can't fire people in Europe you've got to give them a notice yeah and if they yeah. don't improve their job then you can fire them so all these people he's like you've got to be out by this date and then that date hit, but legally you couldn't technically be out by that date. Yeah, so you got to pay the severance packages in. and everything. Yeah, completely fucked up. And then he had to call them back back in and then be be like, can you please log us in to whatever it is in Twitter because we've fucked up and we've fired way too many of you people. Am I a bad person? Because I love the drama. Like, yeah, Twitter at the moment is phenomenal. Hilarious to watch. What was it? He did a poll. Should I... 
reinstate yeah. Donald Trump. 143 million people saw that. That is mental. Unreal. I think that was a million. It wouldn't have been a billion. I, There's not that many people on earth. Like, I sound so dumb. I think I say this all the time. Do I want Donald Trump as president of the USA? Absolutely not. Do I miss having him on Twitter? God, yes. Yeah, it on is, Twitter, SNL miss him just for all the jokes. It is like the fucking dog shit. You are heroin. Yeah, he's very funny. I didn't actually think it. It said real Donald Trump, and you know when something's not real, they say real to take yeah. a piss. I had it took me like a year or two to realize that was actually Donald Trump tweeting in caps lock tweets because I thought someone was just memeing him, but that was actually him tweeting those things. I just don't take life serious enough but like when when the north korean missile crisis was at its peak that seems so long ago now. and he sent that tweet what was it, it was like oh kim jong-un can say all this but i've got a big red button on my <laughs> desk <laughs> and i know it works <laughs> fuck he's an absolute peanut they're not even backing him anymore but i'm glad he's back on it He's yeah. back on kanye's back on for his juice is kanye back on yeah he's back on as well as testing the, the top g the top G, ooh, not sure. No, he's back on. He's, he is back on. Jordan Peterson reinstated. Yeah, I don't know why they got rid of him either. That's yeah. just the woke left trying to get rid of people. Not that he does have some I feel, yeah, very dodgy... Like not straight down the line sort of yeah. stuff. But if you're yeah. going to like draw the line there, then you've got to like cancel everyone who's doing that. I mean... Yeah, you need free speech. Technically, the Kremlin, you know, yeah, they the, still the head post, of Russia, they've yeah. still got their account. But the Taliban of, you know... Officially, still got an account. They're just you know stoning girls out the back every day. Yeah, they're like, they're they're weirdly a well-run organization, but terrible people. We would never support them. I don't I don't know why I just clarified that <laughs> for the show because I don't think I would I think not general, vote no for would. the Taliban. I, I just I want, want to make sure <laughs> <laughs> But it is it a free speech. If you want to, you've got to preach it. Unless there's that, like Alex Jones isn't back on because of what he said about the Sandy Hook stuff. And that was really messed up because those people were getting stalked by these classic, like really extremist right people. He fucked up. He should be off it. But everyone else, they should, free speech. You need free speech. Otherwise, yeah. it just gets so divisive. Otherwise, it just becomes an echo chamber. Yeah. In, in the same way, right? You know, they got rid of a lot of people on the right. And, you know, some people on the left are happy. But, like, I would hate to have a platform which is just purely right-wing, like, you know, everyone from yeah. Fox News. Because wasn't that what Donald Trump tried to do, the Truth Social? Yeah. And then you have, like, Twitter, which is everyone who's left-wing. You have Truth Social or whatever you know, stupid other one someone makes. And then you never hear anyone's opinion outside of your own sphere of influence. Exactly. Yin and then, Yang, baby, Batman and Robin, there's always a good and an evil. And, then and you everyone, need them both to ev- everyone even just everyone hates themselves. Yeah, it's true. We do need that. That's like, um, did you see the opening of the FIFA World Cup? Did you watch the opening? No, to that? I, I, I didn't. I didn't. It was, it was, it was like, it was nice because you know all the stuffs going on in the background with, like the gay people and the the gay rights and the human rights with women and stuff. But it was they got Morgan Freeman out there like walking out. He pretty much narrated the whole thing, just in the classic Morgan Freeman voice. And he's just going around. He would have got paid absolute mozza for that as well. Like, if he does a, if he does a movie after this, I, I, they would not be worth... Like, what are you doing? He would have got paid half a billion dollars to do that. Yeah. For sure. So he's walking out and then they had this whole thing at the end where it's like the whole world's like a tent and we're all different nations in a tent getting along and all this... Singing kumbaya. Yeah, singing this world peace sort of thing was the gist of it. It was well put together. And that's for some reason they had like BTS, someone from BTS in there for Gee. K-pop. I have no idea yeah. why they had them in there as well. Haven't they uh, had to, you know, not be together for a bit of a yeah. period because they're doing the compulsory military service? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Something we've taken Yeah, that's what, yeah, they've gone the full Tony Abbott military service <laughs> to pay for their uni. But it's funny talking about the World Cup, which is a good segue. And yeah, you know what? I thought I had a... Bloody great segue there, Tosh. And I didn't think you needed to point it out because I went beautifully from our last topic to that. Sorry, guys. Sorry. <laughs> but on the subject of advocating for human rights and causes, what yeah. were, all the European teams acting big, oh, yeah, we're all about like human rights. And, you know, they were going to wear what, one love, the braces. Armbands. Which yeah. is like, yeah, fair Captain's enough. Armbands, Good yeah. on them. And then FIFA like threatened them. And it's like, oh, all the captains of the teams which do this we get a yellow card and now they've all just like bitched out they're like we're not doing it well but they were they no they were still doing it no they're not doing it because they got threatened like the captain of each team will be automatically on a yellow card when they play the game so they're like oh we can't risk this 
the Iranian team mm. did not sing their national anthem right. They could very well go back home in two weeks, whatever it is, and get the firing squad. So, you reckon? Mate, Would they go that serious? Mate, it's pretty grim it's, it's what's like going those, on there at the moment. Mate, they're killing oh yeah, women and children yes, in prisons. Yes, 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 yeah. It is pretty grim. No, fair play to them. Like, No, I reckon that, fantastic on them. They had to do something, well, yeah. I, I'm saying fantastic good on them. But like the but, Europeans, oh, we're about doing this and standing by our principles. Yeah, and you true. get threatened with one yellow card and you're bitching it. Yeah, there's a, there's a, lot, of, there's a lot more on the line for these other guys. That's for sure. Oh, I, I don't know, mate. Uh, you know, firing squad... Yellow card to start the game. Like I think they, I think they're on par. But you don't. You obviously don't know the trials and tribulations of a World Cup football man. A yellow card, oh, mate. That would that'd nearly ruin your whole your whole um, World Cup. You want to make it to the final. You need to win. Chicken. Stuff this last life and death stuff. Come on, we're in the Western world. While we're talking about human rights, about uh, Saudi Arabia had quite, Un- quite the win. Unreal game. Apps. Did you watch it? I, d- I didn't watch it, mate. So what we're recording? I'm not. This, I'm not going to lie. I'm not getting up at like four a.m. to watch Saudi. No, Arabia. this was it. No, it was nine o'clock last night. I was in bed. I, I don't believe that either. I just want to preface that I was in bed. Yeah, doing other things. But um, we no, what, what is it? Wait, what, what is it today? Where it's Wednesday, and then so we're recording this on a Wednesday, and it was last Tuesday night. So it was last night, nine p.m. Versus Argentina, who they had like five offside chances, um, five goals from offside, like drawn, like called back. They were one nil up. It was, I don't get the VAR stuff as well. Like his hands just in front of some bloke's leg and that's offside. That makes zero sense. Like what well, I don't, obviously I don't know the real offside rules, but it seems so dumb, like a hand. Like what if you've got a big schnoz and you're just like leaning forward and then you get caught offside for that? Have you heard that because of this historic win that Saudi Arabia have declared a national public holiday? Yeah, they're doing it tomorrow. Like so, today. Yeah, today. So Unreal. Apparently they're stopping all the oil wells. So if your petrol goes up to... Four dollars a liter tomorrow. Mate, That's probably the reason why guys. They might be giving away for free if they're that happy. Hopefully, they get excited about it. Oh, they've shut them down. I don't use oil anyway, man. I got that Tesla, you know. Yeah. And uh, on the subject <laughs> of other, don't definitely don't have a Tesla. <laughs> on the subject of uh, other poor losses, Australia, not that flush. Yeah, wasn't it glorious for we were nine absolute, minutes? We were absolutely dog shit. We were so bad. We scored that first goal and we turned off. Like I hate, I hate losing to the French as well. I feel like they had a bit of an extra kick in their step. I feel like, you know, the loss, yeah. the loss of the submarine contract. They're fucking quick, dude. The, the loss of the submarine contract last year really kind of gave them that bit of aggression. I don't think they care about that one bit. Well, mate, they... It's played on grass, not underwater. Well, mate. Watch the fucking World Cup of water polo and then come talking about submarine contracts. We lost three goals. They lost fifty billion. Yeah. Who's winning? Maybe the um, the French national team probably cost fifty billion. Can I just say, talking talk, 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 it's a safe space. We can say what we want. France would be a fantastic country if it wasn't filled with French people. And on that bombshell, we'll be right back after this. Back to everyone in the studio, following on from where we were. World Cup. That's right, that's right. The French game. I got up this morning to watch it against the Socceroos because I watched the Saudi Arabia game last night and I was just like giving all the players nicknames. Saud, half his name is the country, like this number 12. Dog shit at playing soccer. But God, he's running his heart out up and down the wing. When they scored those two goals, I was going off. Did you like, go- I forgot all about their war crimes and whatever they're doing to journalists from their own country and I was just in the game for Saudi Oh, sorry, you are talking about Saudi I thought you were talking about the French. I was like, what oh, war no. crimes the French done? Yeah, probably a lot in their day, <laughs> but I was talking about Saudi Arabia still. Great game against Argentina. Unreal. But yeah, so I got in the Socceroos spirit last night into full World Cup mode. I was like, all right, now now I'm that got me up and about. I was G'd up, man. And then got up this morning at 6am, set the alarm. Because you work from home, you yep. work for yourself. Yeah. I was going to ask... Very riveting early on, but you know, 
when we kicked the first goal and then France got two or three, did you go back to bed? Did you well, have well, sleep? No, well, this is the thing. I was sitting around like, oh, I can't be bothered getting up. We're going to get pumped. And then my housemate or my cousin was out in the lounge room and goes, oh, oh my God, oh my God. I was like, oh, wait, what is going on? So I, I jumped out of bed then and watched it. I was like, we've just scored in like the 11th minute. Like, this is sick. And then we sat there and we're doing all right. And then we just went to our shell and we were so bad. And then, yeah, we started getting pumped and I actually started doing work. Like I sat down at the desk and went to work. You know it's bad when you're clocking <laughs> on and you're doing work. <laughs> yeah. That's real rock bottom, I know. boys. I was like, this is, you know what? I'm going to be productive with my morning now and get through some work real early so I can have a nap. And then I fell asleep for like an, an hour and a half at like, not, at like 10 a.m. And then woke up at 11.30 going, yeah, now I'm sweet, ready for the day. So on the subject of bad losses, do you have any stories yourself of some bad losses? Bad losses? Oh. Just every day in life for me. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, uh, I don't know. Actually, my in mixed, I play mixed and casual basketball during the, the last couple of months. And we've had some absolute shockers. Actually, in our casual basketball on a Sunday, we normally wake up like hungover because you're going out the Saturday night. We've got, a t- we've got a team, a squad of 20 blokes and we struggle to get five on the park every single Sunday. So one of our worst losses is we're, we're playing the bottom team and we're like, this is, we've, got this, we've got this in the bag. This is so shit. We rock up there, we start playing them and they're actually pretty good and we've got a ragtag group. And then this guy just starts dunking, like dunking the ball in like casual basketball, like – no one should be able to dunk. And we're like, what the fuck is this? I haven't got up, got myself up at 5 p.m. on a Sunday, hung over as to just get someone sitting their nuts on my face, dunking the ball. <laughs> they was, haven't done what... Who was the player for Collingwood a few years ago? He was playing mixed basketball. He had the name Phil in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got yeah, caught yeah. out. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was two of the Collingwood boys that did that. Yeah, that was, oh, that was classic. Now, this bloke, and then he was actually from up my way back home and his younger brother... His best mates with my little brother. And he goes, oh, yeah, that, that dude plays college basketball over in the States. I was like, are you, are you fucking kidding me? Are you serious right now? Dead. No wonder we got absolutely <laughs> pumped. It sucked. It was the worst thing ever. Oh, uh, Not as bad as Australia were, but it's still, we got absolutely pasted. On the subject of bad losses in the World Cup, so this has nothing to do with me, but I remember 2014 when I took my gap, you know, I was in South America and I was in Brazil at the time at the end of the World Cup. Sick. And I think this was the semi-final where, you know, Brazil were like the favourites and they it was like 7-1 that they got done by Germany. Like yeah. got absolutely Pasted, yeah. pillaged and plundered. like national yeah. humiliation. And I remember it was a couple of days afterwards. I was on the beach. It was either, I think it was Ipanema. And there were these two German guys, you know, the, the pacest blokes you've ever mm. seen. You know, fair, fair veranda over the tool shed. Yeah. And... They had all the German merchandise on, just on the beach. Full kit wankers, yeah. And I remember about 15 of the biggest lads you've ever seen from Brazil. Handsome dudes, normally. And These were units. These these Arm bunda. Not the girls, the guys. Chest bunda. These were guys from the favela. And oh, tough. Tough as nails. Like Dom, like Dom Toretto. And there was 15. And they just, they just started yeah. coming down to the beach, swarming around these um, German guys. And I was like, I need to get the fuck out of here. You didn't go help them out? No, shit, no, mate. I ran back to the hostel. And I don't know what happened to those German guys. They either lost all their clothing or <laughs> they ended up in the fucking Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> Poor fellas, mate. They'd, they'd just be happy about the win, I reckon. They'd be out there to go, it's all worth it. We've thrown it down. The, we've had a good time. We've thrown it down against Brazil. We've pumped them and then just do your best to me. They've probably been out going to like the summer dances and stuff as well. I don't know what you, I don't know what you do in Brazil. What, you go to nice clubs like that. A lot of drinking, a lot of uh, people watching, some absolute specimens in Brazil, if I do say so myself. <laughs> people watching on the beach, yes, Dice. Supermodel I know factory. exactly what you mean, yeah. But uh, on the subject of Johns and throwing him down, uh, fresh off his sixth win, Jake Paul. Jakey Paul. Who did he beat? Who did he play? De Silva, that guy who was... Uh, Wasn't he like 47 years old? I think he was 50, but apparently he's... I think he was super good. They, they always say this when Jake Paul was fighting someone. Oh, he's so good. He was good 20 years ago. You can't be fighting 50-year-olds and be proud of that. No, but it's funny. Coming from this, there's talk of a top G, Andrew Tate, 
versus Jake Paul fight. Yeah, the Rom- Romanian Rumble. They have it in Romania. Who, who are you backing in? Ooh, t- oh, t- ooh. Jake. Wait, who's playing? Wait, that Logan, Logan, the older one. No, so no, Jake Paul, the one who's actually Jake's good fighting at, Andrew Tate. They, there's talk of it. There's been videos circling around. I thought it was Logan. No, 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 no. Jake Paul versus the top G. I think a top G, isn't he like a world champion kickboxer or something? And he's only 35 as well, so it's not like... Isn't he a world champion kickboxer? Yeah, he's world champion kickboxer. He's jacked. Like, he... He's got... You'd have the reach as well. He's tall, he will go he? to town. I think. But I feel like because they're both kind of what you said, the epitome of, you know, strong man, alpha males. Like, whoever loses, right, it's going to be a, a, a fair chip on their shoulder, a massive, you know, loss of their ego. I mean... How much do you reckon the pay-per-view of a fight like that a, would go for? I was about to say, they're, they're cashing in on that. Especially that money goes, he's already got big... big what colour's your Bugatti's, Bugatti? Bugatti's got Bugatti. Bugatti. What, what colour's your Bugatti? Bugatti. Bugatti. Like a G6. What, um, what even is Andrew Tate's accent? He's British? He's half British, half American, but the accent is just something different. Now he's Romanian and he's bald and he wears sunglasses. That's all I know about him. And he kicks box. Kickboxes. Fair bump. Play on. I reckon we should buy his course and do it. <laughs> the Hustler University. Is that what it is? Yeah, the Hustler University. Can we get I'm some special paying. comments? I'm uh, still paying. Haven't. Have, you, have, you, have you become a millionaire yet, <laughs> Ferg? What colour is your Bugatti? No, we'll Ferg, are you doing it? Ferg off camera's got the, uh, got the... Do you actually have the course? Yeah, I bought He's it. got the course. I haven't done it. I'm just, I, I, just, I can tell, mate. You're not top G at all. Actually, my cousin, my cousin Bodie, he's he's like 16, 17. Bodie, yeah, Bodie's his name. Did his parents love Point Break? I have not. Maybe, maybe. I'm they sure, must have. you've watched Point Break. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. yeah, they must have. They must have. Bodie's a good, he's a good fella. God, he's funny. But he, my auntie's like, I just don't get like Bodie. I was like, Bodie, you need to get a job and like do something well. And Bodie's like, Mum. I don't want to work nine to five every day. You're not becoming rich like that. You're working for the man. To become rich, you got to invest in Bitcoin and start your own business. I was like, she was like, where did that come from? I'm like, oh, top G. Andrew. Yeah, this guy, Andrew Tate's telling him to do this stuff. <laughs> Take the red pill. Break yeah. free from the matrix. Mum, I don't want to just live a normal life, mum. I want to be rich. I want to be the king. That's what they reckon when uh, the top G just came out and he was everywhere. That all the teachers everywhere were saying... All the students in year eight, year nine, the boys were telling the teachers, you know, when they were trying to tell them to do something, the, the boys would reply to them, oh, miss, what colour is your Bugatti? <laughs> <laughs> They're such peanuts, but it's so funny because I actually do believe it. But it's hilarious. Oh, I hope I hope Bode invests in Bitcoin and makes I, it. I, again, it's like Donald Trump. I don't agree with everything he says, but it is so entertaining. Yeah, they are. They are. That's... The issue is we can find the humour in it and we see how funny it is, well, but you, there's people out there that after don't. After talking about all the sushi restaurants, I don't think the Andrew Tate would like you, mate. He'd slap that <laughs> straight out of your hand. I saw him. You know what actually irked me about Andrew Tate? He once, he was like, you know those people that, like men that go like talk to Siri or Alexa? They're like, you guys aren't, you're not alpha males, you're like betas. I, I, I talk I, to I Alexa do not all use the time. Siri, mate. Yeah, mate. Siri said a timer for five minutes. I'm an old school guy. Alexa, play Spotify and it comes from all my speakers. Can we just bring back like the old phones? Like technology's gone too far. Right? I just want to knock you out calls and texts. F the fucking mate, no one's social media, you. mate. No one's stopping you. I don't want to speak to my phone. Do it. You can get a Nokia. See how you go. How are you going to chat to the girls on Hinge? Yeah, I'm going to talk to Siri about how I've been feeling recently and how emotional I am. She's getting really. Don't you knock Siri? She's got. I've got the um the Indian female voice. Siri, it's a Sunday afternoon. I'm super depressed. What can I do about it? Uh, Nice, nice to hear you there, Jack. Hi, Jack. Can you please get back on the beers? That will solve the problem. I do not understand what you are saying. But on, on the subject of big fights like that, you know, that's become the new thing, the YouTubers and everyone under the sun. Who would you like to see? Um, a couple of math stars or... Oh, no. No, I'm going I'm going more than that. Who's a nice guy? Who's a nice guy in comedy? Someone funny. Steve Carell. Steve, I'd lo- oh, Steve Carell fight. That'd be hilarious. Steve make- Carell and Ben Stiller. They would be they'd be good matches. Both got big noses. So like if they if they got whacked, there'd be proper blood. 
Um, I'd pay to see that. Imagine just just Stiller just comes up behind, just just behind Pharrell and just fucking clocks him in the street. Whack. <laughs> They wouldn't. I don't think they'd recover from that. I was going to say, getting a bit political, but could we see a Donald Trump versus Joe Biden? <laughs> oh, dude, that would be. No one would pay to see that, mate. The loser would die. I reckon. You know what they should do is like they should both push him down this flight of stairs and see who survives. That would be funny. I think probably neither, mate. Well, we can we'll work on the number of stairs. Donald Donald Trump would be like the wrecking ball from uh, Indiana Jones. God, <laughs> yeah, you find out. What if they went bungee jumping even, and then just all they're like their toupees are flying off, and like their teeth are falling out and oh. stuff. <laughs> I would I wouldn't pay to see him fight, but I'd pay to see him do a lot of other stuff. What's some um, like cage matches? Where would the best place for them to fight? Like what's what arenas in like an old people's home? That'd be funny to see. They're just both they, in They've there. got like, what are the walking tools they have out the front? You know, the Yeah, no, it's full WWE. Yeah, yeah, on the old walkers. <laughs> full WWE, Royal Rumble. They, just got the they smash the retirees walker over each other. <laughs> oh, you know, oh, that reminds me. The other day at our pump we, we live in in Richmond, there's like sort of commission homes below us. And we always hear just these people going, ah, oh, fuck you, Trent. Like all that sort of carry on below us. And, um... The other day, they were really carrying on. I don't know if someone's new is coming to the neighbourhood. Super, like, lots of slurs flying about. Super racist stuff as well. But they all give it back and just so much hate. And then <laughs> we just hear this... Yeah, good thing these guys don't have Twitter. <laughs> we just hear this big yoink and then clank. One of the blokes has got into one of these... Oh, you fucking cripple. Grabbed his... Uh, Walking stick, what is it? Um, crutches. Grabbed one of his crutches and threw it on the roof. <laughs> Royal Rumble, commission house style. And he was just standing there like, what the fuck? And it's still on the roof of the house. We can see it from our, from our balcony. <laughs> it's just launched it. Some bloke's just crawling around the streets in Richmond. Got his crutches on the rooftop. Oh, it was God. It was so funny. <laughs> oh, they, they they do entertain us. We're just sitting at home and we just hear these guys go at the random times of the night. Like I've got some good sayings off them. They're, they're hilarious. Do you reckon they're just this crutch. <laughs> tosses it. Do you reckon we could see Ye fighting someone? The big yay. Yay. Um, Jesus. Uh, he's, he's, got, he's got that broken jaw. Uh, maybe Zach Efron? Jay versus Zach Efron. Surely there's a Could fit, be bad. Surely there is a fit rabbi which wants to throw some A fits. fit rabbi. Oof. There'd have to be one. Yeah. Have, yeah. What's, I don't know many rabbis. What about... Um, if, who's the guy... Shout that, out to who, the... Who sleeps with Stifler's mum in American Pie? He's Jewish, isn't he? I know who you're talking about, but I don't know his name. But I was going to say... Yeah. I, I know, shout, yeah. out, shout out to the rabbis. I know you're like um, big listeners to the pod. Hey, you went to school in Caulfield. They're yeah. big around there. Yeah. You know a few rabbis. Any any of them pop in? No, not as many as I'd like to know. Do you, I think I could? I think if I had a big a bigger nose, I do. I'd, I love bar mitzvahs. Sound hey, bat mitzvah. Bar mitzvahs sound great. I'd love to go to one. I don't know. I honestly don't know any Jewish Jewish people, but it, they sound very fun. Mate, I was in Israel recently. Yeah, they go hard. I'm telling. I've been to South America. I've yeah. been to North America. I've been to Europe. I've been to Southeast Asia. Tel Aviv, that's what I'm party talking about. central. That's like, what I'm talking about. They bar go hard. I need to know more Jewish. Bar mitzvahs sound awesome. And you get heaps of coin at the end. You, you throw on people on chairs and stuff? Like, or is that, what, is that a Greek wedding? Why? I mean, I technically I'm, I'm a massive atheist, but baptized as a Catholic. But where is the Christian equivalent of having a rite of passage? So you do your holy communion. Like, yeah, you screw drink, that. Yeah, you have a biscuit and drink some wine. Oh, man, the Jewish people got it sorted out. Like, yeah, it sounds so much more fun. Exactly. My grandfather is, is an Anglican priest. Nothing anywhere near that fun. I mean, now that I've got a heap of cousins, we're getting older. Christmas is fun, but no, nothing like a bar mitzvah. I feel like that's the people there. It's not like the the actual religious ceremony. Yeah. I mean, we could have stole wine when we were younger, but we didn't. We weren't bad enough. I remember one day, my dad, who's oh. a Catholic, made us go to church on Christmas Day. And me and my sister... Mass? No, it, wasn't mi- it was like morning. We didn't get to open the presents until we went to <sighs> church. Tough. 
you know, I didn't really believe in God then, but that was the tipping point, right? <laughs> that was that was the tipping point of me becoming a full blown atheist. Just the and I, me and my sister have never let him live that down. Yeah, it is pretty bad. If you, I've gone, I've gone to midnight mass before because oh. my stepmom's Catholic, and that is yeah, struggling to keep your eyes open. It is, it is terrible. You sit there and they sing these dumb songs. Like I'm all for a good hymn, all right. Yeah, no, I did belt the priest away with a stick. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, Catholic schools. Yeah, and you, you're most weak You're most weak at midnight when you're falling asleep. That's uh, when they get you, mate. You've got to keep your eyes open. If I'd known that then, I'd be one eye this way, one eye that way. We were in very cancelable territory before we've even started. What are you talking about? We're, we're handling it very well. Very, very respectful. Very mature. Mature, God damn it. I sound so dumb sometimes. But uh, we started off on yay going into a boxing fight. Apparently, off the subject of fighting, he's going to run for president again. Yeah, that's because he's trying to sell the rest of his And merch. he's consulted Milo Yiannopoulos, who's been cancelled for about yeah, that eight years. Yeah, he's, he's just trying to sell T-shirts. I think... I heard Milo's this on- another one of those guys, right? Again, don't agree with most of what he says. I just love the drama. I don't know too much about The entertainment. Is he the one that like grabbed Kim Kardashian's butt? No, I don't think that was him. He was like very flamboyant. He's gay. He's got like a black husband, but he was like super like right wing conservative. Yeah, right. But very, very, very different to like your traditional, you know, old white, boring old man. Like, yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a shake up to the right he's wing. Greek, Yiannopoulos. I, I imagine he's not fucking Turkish. Yep. yep. No. Hey, you don't get angry at me, but I was giving you his Greek. <laughs> I'm trying to find out more about this. I think, I think, I think, I think he's English. He's, he's, got, he's got a very proper sort of uh, preppy school sort of Oxford accent. Oh, really? That, that and he's running... Yeah, I, he's I don't know why I just spoke like that. That didn't even sound like what I oh, wanted that's to. It's pretty good. We'll work on it. It's only the first, but, um, second, third podcast. We'll work on it. DM us, guys. What could... What, what could probably a very Australian audience, but just imagine that you're American. Mm. What could Kanye do to swing your vote? Mate, he's just trying to sell T-shirts and sneakers and his songs. And I think that's it. He's think, I think he's probably going to die early. He's going out in flames. He's not well. I don't think he thinks he has much time left on the earth. I was, I was going to say, you know, as a country bloke, I don't believe in therapy. I think you should bottle up your emotions and only ever release them in a licensed establishment after you've had 15 runs. Again, that, again, that is not medical <laughs> advice. We do not condone that. But I think if ever there was a guy that needs to go to therapy, it's probably Kanye. No, that's no, that's a bloke who should hang out in the country of Australia with a few blokes on the on the farm. Kanye, you he don't. He should go out with a few shearers for a month or two and see how they like. Kanye, it. you don't need therapy. You need fifteen stubbies of Bundy rum and a fist fight. That'll oh, sort man. you out. <laughs> That'd be so good. I would watch that. That's like um the Paris Hilton and Nicole. What was it? Uh, oh, what's that? What was it called when they went out to? Can we on. see Paris Hilton in a title fight? Yeah, we're, are we just going through like fights we'd like to see now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's go back. What, what no, no, saying? no. Paris Hilton and who's Sweat. someone good for her to fight? Spindly, tall, Britney maybe Spears. someone short, like maybe Melissa McCarthy. No, you know who that is? I've got no idea. Who you're talking okay, about. <laughs> maybe not Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, Britney Spears, she's gone nutso as well. Maybe Paris and Britney. But what's what was big, there? Big fan of Britney Spears coming back. Shout out to Britney Spears, born on the second of December, my birthday as well. Yeah, Sagittarius. You ask him for some birthday merch. Is that what you want? If you want to DM me on my birthday, go ahead, ladies. <laughs> I I am so alone. Please, someone spend my birthday with me. Well, I know, I know I'm going to get a DM from the only lady that's going to listen to our podcast. <laughs> Your mum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not bad. I'll, uh, I'll get my mum to damn you as well, uh, mate. If you really need some loving on your birthday, second uh, December's all right. Uh, I need to. All right, all right. I reckon we got time for one more topic. Okay, go hit me. The cricket at Melbourne. Yep. Yeah. Not advertised. No one knew it was going on. I did not even know it was on until I read the news articles the day after saying that no one went. 
Yeah. <laughs> the next day. I genuinely think you would get more spectators to a thirds game in the Vaffa. <laughs> for all oh, our, come on, man. That's, that's a tough crowd. For, 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 for all our uh, interstate listeners, the Vaffa is an amateur football league, a big one in Melbourne. Um, Mate, if you were playing, hell yeah, you get more of the Vaffa. But um, Kicking snags from outside 50. I think, I think the biggest chip on the Vaffa's shoulder is they don't let you drink at games. Do they know? I mean, they're, they're, they're done before they even start. I mean, they don't really have security there either, so you could probably drink your games if you wanted to at the Vaffa. No, they're pretty red hot on it, mate, and they love dishing out fines. Wait, really? Yeah. Have you got one? I haven't got a fine, but, you know, they walk around and, you know, they the old boys, the establishment. This is oh, very aristocratic. Like, think your MCC wankers that wear, you know, RMs. They've got the MCC tie. That's the VAFA administrators. Right? Yeah, stuff there. Um, no, AKA, AKA the fun police. Actually, yeah, we play it. Yeah. We both play the VAFA. It is it is a good league. But, yeah, it's like, what are we? Qatar at the, at the what's it called? The World Cup? I genuinely think they're having more fun at the Qatar games. Yeah, because you can get beers outside. Yeah. But they're like $40 a pop. They're so expensive. And, like, the man of the match award is a Budweiser award. Don't you think it's nuts? Eh? Everyone's sense. like, oh, my God, these beers are so expensive. And it's like, mate, that's probably pretty cheap compared to if you go out in Melbourne on a Saturday night or yeah. Sydney. Yeah, even if you get a beer at the MCG. Man, they're I, expensive as well. 100%. Yeah, yeah so where would we, we go? When, when you're in general admission, you pay 12 bucks for, like, you know, schooner of midstream. Yeah, from midi, yeah. That, I reckon there's, you can track the decline of Australian society versus... This is you, if you go into politics... The cost of schooners. You're going to run on this. You will run on this if you go into politics. Why has there been no politician which is run on a platform purely, we're just going to cut taxes on alcohol... <laughs> <laughs> Do whatever you want, guys. Have a good time. Listen to me. You've set yourself off again. Toss, you know how you get when you talk about beers and politics. We do We do have the, the, the state election <laughs> coming up this weekend. Do you reckon there's enough time to kind of lodge an uh, application to be a... Oh, mate, there's, I don't vote. I still vote in New South Wales because I'm very poor up to my address. But it makes... My nan messaged our family group the other day and said, who do you think is going to win in this Dan Andrews versus the Liberal what's-his-name guy or something? Yeah. Who's going to win? Who's watching? Michael went, mm, I don't know, nan. We don't watch Sky News and I'm watching the cricket. It's like, nan, like, I don't really, I don't care <laughs> about my own state's election, let alone <laughs> yeah. freaking Victoria's. Yeah, Victoria's. And she lives in New South Wales. But she's like... My uncle's like, oh, we're watching the cricket. And then nan goes, Pop says... What cricket? <laughs> and then they switched over from the election, oh. from the uh, debate to the cricket, because Pop didn't know it was on, which is a great segue back to no one knew it was on. Yeah. Well, it was, what an absolute shit show that was. But we pumped them in the end as well. You're going to say segue. I reckon we're about done. Yeah, I think that was a very good podcast, Toss. Don't forget to vote, guys, if you're in Victoria. And actually, this podcast is probably going to come out yeah, after the election. Yeah, that's going to be... That would be before, uh, before this. But in your prospective elections, don't forget to vote. Don't forget to vote. What are you? What's? What are you doing for the next next week? Anything coming up? Uh, no idea. A few more TikToks planned. TikToks. Stay tuned. What do you got? Yeah. What do you got for the? Give him a little insight to what you've got. Oh, and then then save a bit bit for next week. I reckon. Oh no! I just meant you know your TikToks. Yeah. You? I've got a few agricultural ones coming. Maybe a few election ones. Maybe not. We'll see. Red hot. All right, but mate. Let's close on that note. Thanks for listening. Have a great week.